time to get inspired and improve your yoga knowledge in English. You're listening to Your Yoga in English, a podcast for yogis and yoga teachers that speak English as their second or third language and want to practice or teach yoga worldwide. I'm Annie, the founder of Enga Unite, and here to guide you on the way to become the confident and knowledgeable English-speaking yogi you want to be. Thank you for watching, guys. I'm going to quickly introduce the theme of this month because it's the first week of February. And as many of you know, every month we work with a different theme. The theme of February is the ways we love. And the ways we love probably will make you think of your relationships, um, your, your partner maybe, your friendships, the, the relationship yeah, with your family. But also, we like to speak about Mother Nature. Now, when we speak about relationships and the ways we love in yoga, we speak about the yamas. And the yamas are the social ethics of yogic philosophy. Throughout this month, you will hear about them all the time, and we're going to explore them a little bit more and find out how to integrate them into our daily life. Because in these texts, they might sound a bit complex and difficult to adapt in your life, but you can make it really simple. And I would love, love, love to help you with that. But today, we're going to speak about one specific one. Um, maybe you've seen our blog. The blog is called, Are You a Thief? And in the blog, I've described a few of these principles. We speak about the Yama Asteya and... I hope I pronounce it right, aparigraha, and they mean non-stealing and non-attachment. You, are you a thief or do you steal? You probably will say no, because you don't do it intentionally anyway. But we do steal all the time and we steal from others, but also from ourselves. And with that, from our future generations and Mother Earth. So that's why we're speaking to Anka. Anka is our go-to person when we speak about nature, <laughs> about Mother Earth, about diets and how to add whole foods to your diet. But today we want to speak about non-stealing or stealing from the earth. Mm -hmm. So Anka, thank you for joining us. I'm really, really happy to see you again. Thanks, how are you Abby. feeling today? <laughs> Very good, thank you. Really excited about a little different topic than our usual ones. I really enjoy exactly. giving it a nice thought or like reading about things. So excited. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Me too. I'm really, really excited. I know a little bit about the way you think and I've got an idea what you would answer, but I think it's always really interesting to hear different points of view, so different ideas. Um, and I think it will be very inspiring for people that are listening, maybe not now or later, or that are doing the course. Because on the platform, you will find a course that goes into this topic a lot more. Um, and this chat that we're recording now and that we're broadcasting live will be part of it. So if you're interested, you can always go to the online learning platform and sign up to the membership or sign up to the course. But let's cheat, chat, let's cheat, <laughs> let's chat about non-stealing 
and what this actually means. So I've asked, I've sent you over a few questions mm -hmm. and I would like to first define when you hear the words or when you hear the term non-stealing, what do you think of? And what does this mean to you? So, and I had to think about it. It was a toughie, to be honest, because obviously you can just think about the quite literal meaning of not taking things that don't belong to you. And the first things that come to mind are usually, you know, actual belongings or, or objects that you haven't paid for. Let's say you're obviously not supposed to take it. But then non-stealing is also like, not taking other things away from people like time as you mentioned in the blog because you know for example as you mentioned when you're late from somewhere you're you're taking away other people's precious time because they have to wait for you but it's not only other people that you can steal, steal from also you can steal even time from yourself like for example mm -hmm. you procrastinate you know you should be doing something else but instead, you just keep doing little things so that you're wasting your time, you're stealing your precious time. So there's exactly. a lot behind that term. It, there is. When I first heard it, I was like, what is this bullshit? I'm sorry, but I'm not stealing from myself. But when you think of it, we steal all the time. And I think a few really good, they are in the block as well, but a really good example is Stealing from your own experience, you tell yourself you're not good enough or you have to be better, you have to become more flexible, you have to gain strength and you're stealing from your own experience. Or when you're late to a yoga class, for example, you come in and you disturb the peace and you take away other people's focus, that's also stealing. And we will go more into this. Um, so could you maybe tell me an example of your own? Is there anything that you feel like, okay, I'm actually guilty of stealing myself? <laughs> I think there was only just one example, but when I started thinking about like, what do I actually feel? Oh my God, it just started coming. So obviously the very first thing that came to my mind was procrastination. I'm, I'm studying at university. So you know, as any university student, you're going to procrastinate, you're going to steal your time and then you're going to get stressed, closer to the deadline. So absolutely 100% guilty of that. And, mm -hmm. But then I also, for example, I have this very annoying habit. Uh, when I talk to other people and I get in the heat of the conversation, I sometimes try to sort of finish their thought, finish their sentence. Obviously, I'm not trying to steal the show or make it about me. It's more like I try to express that, yes, I yes, I'm listening. I know what you're talking about. I know where you want to get to. But obviously, I'm feeling the opportunity from them to express themselves the way they want to. Mm -hmm. So that's like, I'm really trying to change that. To listen more, more actively rather than trying to just tell something that relates. Or another thing I find sometimes is my expectations. Like I have certain ideas of how, for example, my yoga practice should go or should look like if I want to maybe take a picture or record it for later. And then basically me expecting to, for things to go a certain way, I'm really robbing myself from the opportunity of experiencing the moment there to be present 
and just go with the things as they go instead of wanting them to go in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. So that also, I feel like it's really stealing myself from from the present moment. Mm I think they're very common and you know they are not bad intentions because with it with for example when you steal from people's um, like when they are expressing something it's more because you want to admit that you're listening that you acknowledge that you understand what they mean I think it, it can actually be a good thing but I understand that it can now that you have thought of it it feels like actually <laughs> I should do something about it it makes sense I don't want to interrupt people. Um, it's really just if anyone did it to me constantly, I would be super annoyed. I'd feel like, you know, they don't want to actually know where I'm taking this thought, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm trying to maybe just take back from it a little. I understand. That makes complete sense. But also don't beat yourself up when you do it because you're a human. It happens. It's normal. And I also feel like it's actually acknowledgement. And I think with everything that we will mention today, just take it in a way that it's inspiring or make it apply to you. These are ideas, these are um, things to think about. Doesn't mean that you're a bad person or you're an actual thief. <laughs> um, so let's come then to how we steal from mother nature you have been aware of this for a long time you have been studying these types of topic in a way that you share your uh, love and your passion for food or healthy foods um how did you first create this consciousness so i think it started out in the back of our minds for all of us i do think that you know from early age at school they teach you that, you know, you shouldn't just litter or, you know, try to recycle, don't waste the water, you know, just these basic guidelines. But I do feel like there were two big things that contributed to my actual consciousness about this. One of them was definitely uh, my environmental chemistry course at my university. Mm -hmm. um, obviously seeing behind the molecular um basis of what are happening in the atmosphere or in the waters or with the plastics it's super fascinating for me but obviously i do understand if some people are not that interested in the same depth or the same detail on the topic however i feel like educating yourself on different environmental issues that are going on or the things that you can do or the approaches that they're trying to do already against them it's very important because I do feel like if things are not, if you don't know much about it, then you just throw out ideas or things you've heard somewhere, but you're not sure if it's true. I always mm -hmm. think that critical thinking is the best way. Go after it. Read it up. You know, is it really true? Is it true where I live, or is it just partially true? And then they gave it the catchy title. The other thing that I would say opened the door was going vegan yeah. because I did go vegan for ethical reasons. Like for me, animals were the first reason I, I considered going vegan. But once I started reading about it, it's, it's an open fact. It's, it's well known. Science is out there. Data is out there. Everything is published that meat and dairy industry are not sustainable for the planet 
and then you start reading about why or see documentaries about why. I read it on the internet, sorry I'm cheating because I don't want to see incorrect data, but I read it on the internet that just 55% um, of the world's crop cows are actually eaten by people. So just imagine all the rest, the 45%, let's say, or maybe even less, it goes towards animals, and if we just cut out the middlemen, if we just cut out the animals that we have to feed, and maybe just eat those crops, then we could pretty much solve very hunger, or, or a lot of issues about, you know, countries not having enough food. So that's one Absolutely. of the issues. Then obviously there's a lot of transportation going on with, with animal industry, um, that contributes loads to um, the um, emission that we experience in atmospheric processes. And um, I also found that on the Greenpeace, uh, Greenpeace's website, that they said that um, the climate impact of meat industry is roughly equivalent to all the driving and flying of every car, truck, and plane in the world. And if you just stop for a second and think about it, that's crazy. Another reason for you to like eat less meat or stop eating meat is to contribute less because everything is demand-based. Mm -hmm. if, if you don't feel that, that demand, you're not going to produce it as much. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think it's very, very, all of the things that you mentioned are very interesting. Um, Prior to this chat, I did a lot of research as well because it's all of these things you mentioned already. We know about it a little bit. Most of us have heard about these things in school. Like they tell you to recycle, they tell you to do certain things, and like be, be careful with water. And even though there are really good things, there's just so much more to it. Um, we are going to speak about resources after, but I think it's really important that we do our research that we educate ourselves and also understand and try to find out what what's true, what's really true, or what's made up, or maybe true for another person, because it also depends on where you live. Now, yesterday we practiced yoga, and we practiced yoga for abundance. What does this word abundance mean to you, and how does that apply to this topic? Hmm, so for me, first of all, abundance, it, it means plenty of things, but for me it also has like this behind meaning, like this hidden meaning of not just having a lot of things, but having more than enough, having, mm -hmm. you know, you don't even have to worry about it running out because you're abundant in it. There's, there's constant refilling, so like you don't have, it's not like, you know, you've got a lot of money, you want a lot of money, let's say, but, you know, you know that that eventually can run out. But mm -hmm. this one, you don't even have to worry about it running out or, you know, you've got enough to share with others. So abundance is, is very much of this having a lot of things and, you know, yeah, that's sort of what it means to me. Then how could we apply it to all the non-stealing and all that? Basically, maybe I would say that it kind of comes together with the gratitude attitude for me that, you know, once you start realizing all the things you have in your life that you're abundant of, let's say, then you stop wanting more. So that's sort mm -hmm. of like non-stealing in a way that like 
they're not going to want more of this or that when you start realizing that you have you know a warm home you mm -hmm. have clean water you have food in the kitchen or in the belly and you have plenty of time to do things that for me like you're abundant in time especially now during lockdown so this is the perfect time to, to invest in to do something with it instead of stealing the opportunity from yourself because remember like before all this happened and we were just busy with our daily lives how many times did you tell yourself that oh that's a great idea but i'll get on it when things are not this easy mm -hmm. you know so so do not steal from yourself yeah I definitely agree. I say one of my favorite slogans, and I'm using it everywhere at the moment, is this is the best time to invest time in yourself. Amen. And with that, it can mean anything. Like it can mean that you, you do research into your diet or research into any type of consumption, the way you buy, the way you handle or you interact with your relationships. There's so many things to work on. Um, and it's true that in abundance, especially when we speak about abundance in yoga, it's having more than enough. I am enough with everything that I have already. Most of us, and especially the people that are watching, do have enough water and have enough food and have enough clothes and have enough of everything that they actually need. The basic needs are there. Though in society, we always strive for more. We always want to be better and bigger and greater and be more beautiful. <laughs> because we're comparing ourselves to others. So yes, practicing that you're enough and you have enough will eventually then have this cause and effect to non-stealing and understanding what we're doing to this earth. <laughs> in March, we're going to speak about this topic in way more detail. But um, what is something that we could do today that saves our relationships with nature and therefore will make an impact on the relationships that we have and maybe the other people in our lives. Basically, what can we do today to make a difference? So I would definitely say connect and respect. So by connection, I mean that in my opinion, a lot of times when things are not personally affecting us or directly affecting us or our near environment, then we don't tend to care that much about it. If you go out more into nature, even just, just in your neighborhood, even if that's just the park or just the walk down, even just the street, or if you do get to go a bit further out in nature, that's even better. But if you manage to create a better connection to nature, you will respect it more, you will feel it more as your own, and you will care more about it even you know just go out for a walk and and if you want just pick some litter it's a very good thing that now even councils can arrange like litter pickers or bags i just feel like it's a great way of you know cleaning up your neighborhood setting an example connecting with nature or even just going out and you know not just go for a walk but sometimes just stop and admire nature you know literally mm -hmm. just look at this guy sometimes it's crazy i sometimes don't even believe it's real or you know look at a bird that's near you or you know all that because once you realize how powerful and magical is the whole like nature and the ecosystem we also do realize that it's fragile so we yeah. do 
need to take out our share of taking care of it because mm -hmm. we did some damage. We did do some damage. <laughs> we do. And also unintentionally, like the, all of this is not meant to make you feel bad, but it's definitely something to think about. Like ignorance also can be a crime. Definitely. <laughs> so, um, so like, like you said, educate yourself and take a pause. Like when you're out or when you're doing something outside, like take a moment to look around you, see what's going on for real. Like you said, observe the birds. I love that. I'm going to do that today. <laughs> um, <laughs> how could practicing non-stealing and uh, maybe a mantra, I'm enough or abundance, help you with all of this well i do feel like this process of 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 a, like accepting abundance and thinking of yourself that you're enough that helps a lot in terms of for example a lot of shopping like you don't feel the need to show that you're well off you don't feel the need to show that you've got great clothes or from good brands don't feel the need to get another cute thing that they're trying to push on to you or you don't feel the need to get all the beauty products because you know that you're enough mm -hmm. so that helps a lot in terms of these these pressure buys or you know the targeted ads mm -hmm. that you know they always want you always want to be like oh that's so cute it's quite cheap but then do i really need this no i'm enough or also respecting nature, you know. Do I really want to order another thing that they are going to ship here in packaging? And I probably won't end up using it for too long. So it's going to end up in a landfill. Do I really want that? No, I'm enough. I'm good. You know, I have enough. So that definitely helps, I think, with both ways that it kind of helps with your relationship with you, that you know that you don't need all these external things for your value because your value won't change from all of that because you just have your value that's constant and it's also helping with not creating more rubbish let's say what maybe if we, if we use second-hand stuff or give second things a second life that is my favorite thing ever so i do mm -hmm. feel like there are great opportunities as well nowadays because it is difficult with a lot of places being in lockdown, secondhand shops are not really open if you're thinking about that. But there are a lot of platforms on the internet now where you can sell your own clothes or even furniture, any type of goods that you're not using anymore but they are in good condition. You know, on one hand it's going to be a burden probably because they're not going to be as expensive as you as if you bought brand new and on the other hand they have a little like to me they have a little character you know mm -hmm. they have a little history someone's used it before um it, it's got a bit more personality as well like all these things might be like customized or just something that they don't even sell anymore so i do mm -hmm. like to buy and things and also try to sell my own stuff like websites or apps where you can put it up for free because you just don't want to throw it away mm. or there are like communities and on facebook it's very good sharing communities where you can just upload and see other people's stuff that they are trying to get rid of they just don't want to throw it away so i do feel like you know joining some of those around your area is actually very useful because 
What about resources? So there's quite a few documentaries up on Netflix. I know for sure about the um, impact of of like the meat industry on the environment and on your health. So mm -hmm. I know that Cowspiracy is one of them. A little documentary I really enjoyed was Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Mm -hmm. I do feel like that's um he travels around the different parts of the of the globe and and each episode has a different kind of topic and approach to different environmental or social problems so i really enjoyed that because of of a different light it's shown mm -hmm. onto problems i knew before but i never thought about it from that angle so that would be another good watch um do you have any more Yes, I think a few of what you've mentioned are already on the list, like Cowspiracy, Down to Earth as well. Um, mm -hmm. I've included other ones. I will post it later, so it's a nice little overview. Um, mm -hmm. But Netflix is a great resource. There's heaps out there. And like we said, you can easily just Google things as well. Find something that interests you if you first start. Because if you start watching things that don't necessarily interest you, Maybe you will gain the interest later by watching something else first. Or oh, reading, I love reading as well. Mason, the line is cutting up a little bit. But thank you so much for joining us today, Anka. Is there anything else that you would like to mention? Um, so there was just an little question you asked me about what are the things that I'm doing or I started doing at the beginning. Absolutely, yes. I thought maybe mentioning them if someone wants to, you know, start little. Obviously, one of the things that when I started trying to reduce my environmental impact, it was mm -hmm. cutting out animal products, but then recycling and this, this kind of like therapy buying. I used to buy little things to make me feel better or to reward myself. And mm -hmm. just that we touched already a little bit, like, Every time I buy something, I ask myself, do I really need it? Mm -hmm. And it's worked tremendously ever since. I really just incorporated it into everyday buyings. And mm -hmm. it saved me a lot of money. And I didn't buy excess stuff. And the other thing is, uh, I would really recommend considering bulk buying. Or see if where you live, you can do, like, like going to shops where the products are not packaged. But you can bring your own... Uh, jars, containers, and just fill them up and, and pay by weight. That's mm -hmm. a great way of reducing your, your plastic and all the wrappers in. And just one more other thing that people wouldn't necessarily think of. First, I was a bit reluctant towards it, but basically I would suggest not to flush the toilet every time you do number one. There's a lot of water going down with each flower. And if you're drinking a lot and hydrating well, then your pee is going to be very dilute. It's not going to smell bad. It's not going to be gross. And especially if you're home all day, just sometimes leave it there, you know, especially if you don't expect guests or anything. I know it is a bit questionable, but I do feel like it saves a lot of water, or fresh water especially. I 100% agree. Actually, I love the fact you brought this up. Um, 
when I write the content for Enga, there's always a lot of examples that I mention. And then Marta goes, well, I think this is not really necessary, or this is too much, it doesn't really, like you, you break away from the point. But one of my examples last month, or last week actually, it was how much water we flush when we go to the bathroom. And it was, I did some research into bamboo toilet paper, and that's one of the things that's on the list as well. This is a company, it's called Bim Bamboo, and they have toilet paper made from bamboo. Because in America only, they flush around 27,000 trees per day. Per day. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and imagine if you flush about six liters uh, every time you go, it's just so much. And you're not the only person on this earth that you're with a country. And this is only in the United States. So imagine the rest of the world. I think of the countries that don't have actual bathrooms or in the olden days when we didn't have bathrooms because we didn't used to always flush. And such a modern uh, luxury that we have right now. So yes, really good point. Thank you for pointing that out. I would like to create a list of that and also post it in the Facebook group because I'm sure that people will listen and then they forget again. So it's always good to have it somewhere so they can read back in the group. Mm -hmm. Yes, amazing. I've said it already, but in March, we're going to dive deeper into this topic as we are speaking about cleansing and how to cleanse the body, but also your space and everything around you. Amazing, Anka. Thank you so much for your time, for sharing your wisdom and your experiences. I really, really enjoy speaking to you. Thank you. Very inspirational. <laughs> oh, thank you. And thanks again for having me. <laughs> All right. I will see you soon again. I think in a couple of weeks we'll be speaking again. Yeah, not too much. And you've got some really exciting things coming up because it's Valentine's Day next week. Oh, yes, yes. Thanks for uh, reminding me. So I have prepared a nice little recipe for a brownie that you can easily make for your little Valentine or just treat someone you might not romantically love but still love. And mm -hmm. I'm going to share the recipe and a little video with it because it also has some nice little decoration that's really easy to follow through through the video i'm really looking forward to that <laughs> really really nice exciting <laughs> all right heaps all right. more coming up <laughs> have a lovely rest of your day thank you speak soon bye you listen to your yoga in english Brought to you by Enga Unite, a unique online learning platform for non-native English speaking yogis and yoga teachers. If you feel inspired and like what you learned today, don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and follow us at Enga Unite and become a member of our online community Your Yoga in English on Facebook. Practice, rest, repeat and all will come.